Welcome to Leading Lights. You're about to hear a message from Lighthouse Church in Jersey. You know, it's amazing to me, this boy who's gone missing in Jersey, he hasn't been found yet. A week, a week missing. And it's tragic, isn't it, for a, for a person to just go missing, especially in Jersey. But you know what the Lord said to me? How many people in Jersey are lost eternally? Spiritually, they're lost. If they were to die, they would not go to heaven. And isn't this a bit of a challenge to us to be as concerned about them as we are about a person who's physically lost? I don't know about you, but it challenges me deeply. You know, people are willing to spend money to put out flyers, to go on the radio, to go searching for hours, walking around, to try and find a person who's physically lost. Friends, this life is only 70 years. There's eternity, and there are people going to hell. We need to be concerned about them. Amen? All right, I'm just going to talk quickly about what is righteousness. Father, we thank you so much for the testimonies we've heard. We thank you, Lord, that you are helping to find this young boy, Adrian. But, Lord, we also just pray for the thousands of Adrians who are lost and separated from you. We pray that you'd bring them, Lord. Over Christmas, bring them into churches, Lord. Let them see your love and your light. Let them realize you love them, that you're not harsh on them, that you want to save them. And, Lord, bring them into your kingdom. And for our friends and loved ones, Lord God, I pray that you would give us words and wisdom and and just opportunities to lovingly say, why don't you come along? Come to the carol service, whatever it is. Lord, please help us to bring them in and to reach the lost. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Okay, I really am going to try and do this very briefly. What is righteousness? I don't know if you've heard this term righteousness and what it means to you, but for many of us, we have a wrong connotation of what is righteousness. We think it means a list of rules or a person dressed in a long black coat with a downward turned mouth looking sternly at us saying, righteousness. And I want to say that that is the opposite of what the Bible says. And if we don't understand what righteousness really is, we'll get our whole Christian life in a complete muddle. Righteousness is not a list of rules. It's not just do this, do this, do this, do this. Righteousness is actually the way that God intended for human beings to live. You know, when somebody invents or creates something, they have in mind, the inventor has in mind a way that that thing is supposed to operate. The person who made the Apple iPhone had a plan of how this is supposed to operate. They thought about the way that this is supposed to operate, and you are much more complicated than an Apple iPhone, amazingly enough. And God has a plan of how you are supposed to operate, not so that He can have a whole lot of rules to whack you with, because He wants you to flourish. He wants you to prosper and enjoy life and be in communion with Him and have a happy, fulfilled, wonderful life. His plan is good, perfect, and pleasing, the Bible says. Plans to prosper us, not to harm us, to give us a hope and a future. The Bible says He's written out all these plans He's got for our lives before we were even made because He's got a a desire for you to be fulfilled, to reach your potential, to to enjoy life, to use all these wonderful gifts that He's put in you, and to be full of life. He loves us. And so righteousness is simply God's 
plan for us to be able to live and enjoy all the fruitfulness and all the things that he has for us. If I use an Apple iPhone for something other than it was created, it will not fulfill its potential and it may get damaged. Amen? If I start to use this as a coaster to put my coffee on, it may get damaged. If I start to use it to hammer in nails into the wall, it may get damaged. If I start to use it as a door jam to stop the door from closing, it may get damaged. Friend, if we live outside of God's plans for our lives, we may get damaged. In fact, we will. We will. I'll be so bold as to say that all the damage in the world is because we have chosen to live different from how God said we should live. Righteousness is not a list of rules to bash us with. It's God's good plan for us to live with Him. So God's plan in the beginning was He created us a bit like an android. I don't know if you've seen any of these movies where a man creates an android that is just so complicated, but he wants it to be a friend. He wants to actually have a relationship with the thing. God made us in His image, not like Him, not exactly as, as God, but very much like Him. And He wanted to have a relationship, and so He put within us this ability to live as he created but also he made us in the beginning plugged in to him plugged into god and so we as human beings are designed to live in relationship plugged into god where the power and the life and the downloads and the uploads and all the stuff we need the software updates everything comes from god we're plugged into him and we get this energy source flowing into us in that relationship. Adam and Eve walking with God in the cool of the evening. Every day talking to God. He's saying, I love you. They're saying, we love you too. He's saying, why don't we do this tomorrow? They're saying, yes, how should we do it? There's this interaction that's righteousness. That's living with God. Living how God designed. Plugged into God. But unfortunately, because He gave us as humans the ability to choose whether or not to be plugged into Him, human beings have chosen to unplug from God, and that is the cause, that is the source of all of our problems. So we unplugged, we cut the cord, we said, God, we don't want relationship with you, we don't want your power, we don't want all those things. Now, God was working on a plan to get us plugged back into Him. And if you're a Christian today, the great news is you are plugged back in to the source of life, and instructions for life and power and everything you need but in the old testament there were some rules given there was some laws and they weren't all righteousness this is just a quick point i want to make all the rules in the old testament are not the definition of righteousness now some people scratch their heads and they say what I thought all the Old Testament rules, all 613 of them, if I took all of those, that is the definition of righteousness. That is not the definition of righteousness. The law was given only, you know, 430 years after the Israelites went down into Egypt. It was just for a short period of time the law was given, all 630 rules. But righteousness, the way we're supposed to live, predates the law, the Ten Commandments, and it's after the law, righteousness is just a way of living. And so in the Ten Commandments, there's a lot of it that is the instructions of how we're supposed to live. But there's also some other stuff. God gave us um, rules to avoid harm and pain, to show us our need for Him, to prepare us for the repair man that was coming to put us back in touch with Him. And in the rules, 
There are also some civic laws. So just like we have laws on parking, that's not necessarily righteous. righteousness. It's just how should we park our cars? God put a whole lot of civic laws in the Old Testament. Those related to the nation of Israel in the Old Testament, they're not righteousness. You know, some of the stuff about the temple, some of the rules about the temple, he says a priest mustn't mix two types of fabric in his garment. And you mustn't plant two types of crop in the same field. That's not righteousness. That was just rules to help them to be ready for the repairman and to get the temple going and to have civic rules in their lives. But there were some of the Old Testament rules that were real righteousness. How do we know which are which? Jesus, the repairman, came and he showed us how to live righteously. He chucked out a whole lot of the rules that the, that the Old Testament had. But he said, this is real righteousness. This is how you live like God. Like God wants you to live. With love, with humility, with mercy, with justice, with truth. Full of truth and grace, the Bible describes him as. So Jesus showed us what real righteousness is. And we get confused when we think a whole lot of the Old Testament rules are actually righteousness. So the repairman, Jesus came. He lived righteously. And then he made a way for us to be plugged in again. And so now if you're a Christian, you are plugged back into the source. You have the source of life. You have a direct connection to God. And it's not about keeping a whole lot of rules. Now that we've got the connection, He gives us what we need to live right for Him. Now this is my last point. We sometimes don't live righteously. Sometimes we're like an iPhone that's used as a door jam. Amen? I do. There are times where I do not speak nicely to my family. There are times where I lie. There are times when I do things wrong, where I'm angry, where I'm bitter, where I have unforgiveness. There's all sorts of things in my life where I do not live righteously. I am still plugged into the source and he still loves me and he says you have relationship with me. It doesn't change me being plugged in. But what it does do is it opens my life to damage. <laughs> it opens my life to damage. When I live badly outside of the plan that God gave us, what I'm doing is I'm opening a door for this enemy. There's a computer virus called the devil. I'm still plugged in. I'm still going to heaven. But let me just make this clear. Every time I live outside of the righteous plan of God for me, it's not him that's angry and saying, I'm going to get you. He's saying, I love you, my child. I don't want you to be harmed. I don't want you to be broken emotionally, physically, spiritually. You know, the way that the world tells us we should live, with our money, with the way we talk to each other, with the way we treat authority, with our sexual expression. All these different things that the world says, that's okay to live like that. God says, you're still plugged in, I love you, but you will harm yourself. It will hurt you, and you're saying to the devil, here's an open door, come and mess around in my life. And God says, I don't want that for you. He's not punishing you. He's not the one saying, I'm going to get you. He wants us free so that we can live fulfilled and happy lives. A time comes where 
if we open the door enough, our heart, the Bible says our hearts get so hard that we actually unplug again from God. But that's a long way down the line. For most of us, we're still plugged in. We're still in relationship with God. But if we're living outside of righteousness, our lives, are, the devil is just, he's just bashing us around. It's like a bully at school who comes every day and he slaps you on the face. He takes your money, he takes your bag, and he kicks you on the floor. And every day the devil does it to us. And we say, why? It's because we've chosen to leave a door open to him. And God says, I love you. Don't live that way. I give you the power not to live that way. But if we choose to, he still loves us, but we're allowing the devil to knock us around. And the great news is because we are plugged in, because of the power of God, you can be free. You really can. You say, oh, but my family have always been stingy. You say, oh, but I'm in, I'm in this lifestyle. I can't get out of it. Oh, this, this reason, that excuse, whatever. God says, you can live a righteous life. And when you stumble, you say, God, I'm sorry. And he closes that door. The Bible says he cleanses us of all unrighteousness, which means all those arrows get pulled out and we set free again. Every time we come to him and say, sorry, he washes us clean. And he gives us the power to live again. Right, let's stand and pray, please, everyone. I'm just going to ask you to focus on the Lord. We've heard a lot today. And I'm going to ask you to stop thinking about human interactions. Stop thinking about the people behind the stories and start thinking about you and God, please. Just say, Lord, here I am. Here's my heart, Lord. This is me. Lord, I can't hide anything from you. I'm transparent before you. You know me. You knew me before I was even born, Lord. You know everything. You know all my motives, and I can lie to other people and myself, but I can't lie to you, God. You know me. God, please, would you come in now? Please, would you cleanse me out? Wash me clean. Fill me again with your Spirit. Make me plugged in again fully. And Lord, I'm sorry for the ways and the times where I've lived outside of your best plan for my life. God, I'm sorry. And if there's anything specific in your life, perhaps it's that you're not generous with your money. Perhaps it's that you're looking at stuff on the internet and I choose to live your way for you. And I thank you, Lord, that you come in now and you forgive me, you wash me, and you cleanse me of all unrighteousness. And you give me a new start. In Jesus' name. Amen. Friends, there's going to be some people who will stand at the front and pray after the service. If you need prayer, please don't walk out those doors and think, oh, I should have gone up for prayer. Just come and get prayer. People will pray with you, pray through whatever you're going through, and get you connected again with God. I'm just going to pray for us all. Lord God, thank you for blessing us as a church, as a family. Thank you, Lord, that your blessing is all over us. It's, it's just overflowing in our lives. And thank you, Lord, that over the next couple of weeks through Christmas, through the carol service, you're going to bring many, many to come in and know you better, Lord. We thank you. We give you the glory and the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless, folks. There's coffee at the back. Have a wonderful week. Thanks for listening. Please visit leadinglightsnetwork.com for more resources and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Please consider supporting this ministry financially by making a donation on the giving page of leadinglightsnetwork.com or lighthousejersey.com.